Hello, welcome to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle and I am One Organized Mama. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about finding your new normal and why that's okay. Not that you need my permission, I'm just trying to connect with those of you out there who just want to kind of find some way to move forward and get through all of this stuff that we're going through collectively. Um, In the beginning of this episode, I will be going over sort of the range of emotions that I have felt. um, And just simply, the reason I'm sharing is just to connect with some of you out there. Um, I freely admit that these things I'll talk about are my emotions, my feelings. They are not meant to criticize anybody, and I certainly don't want to get into the um, back and forth of what we're seeing out there right now in social media and the media and in politics and all of that. So definitely trying to stay away from all of that stuff, but just sort of talking about how we're all navigating Um, this time in our life. So the first emotion I kind of went through and I found out about what six weeks ago when schools shut down and our cities shut down and our lives changed drastically, literally overnight. The first emotion I went through was denial. I was not going to accept it. I was not going to cancel my future plans And I just was not going to let this affect any part of my life. So I was in denial. But unfortunately, that denial was short-lived. And when I had no choice but to have to adjust my life and start homeschooling and uh, cancel those plans and those reservations, I went directly into anger. And I was just angry at everyone. I was angry at the world. I was angry at everyone. Um, And from anger just went into frustration. And I know this is where so many of us have been and probably where we're spending a lot of our time, um, if we're honest with ourselves, of just sort of the why and what is this and what is going on and what can I believe and who's telling me the truth And it's just causing a lot of confusion. And so when we're confused, sometimes some of us like to sort of dive deeper and start reading everything. And that's what I did um, and I do do in the frustration periods is that I'm reading and I'm reading way too much because I'm reading and it's taking me right into fear. And fear is definitely about this virus and the fear of having a spouse who is a frontline worker um, and bringing that virus home and the fear that I completely understand this is a real illness, a real virus, something that can make us potentially very, very ill. It can make some people lose their lives and you, we're all over the spectrum. We, I mean, obviously we know it's it's affecting more vulnerable parts of our population like elderly and people with compromised immune systems. But then you start seeing the stories of someone who was totally healthy and then they died. And so obviously that causes a tremendous amount of fear. And even though I'm aware of it, I'm trying not to stay in that fear bubble too long. And Quite honestly, one of the things as a small business owner that I am the most fearful about, even more so than the virus, 
is the fear of what's happening to our economy, what's happening to our citizens, what's happening to our rights, and all of those things, and what kind of detrimental effects those are going to have moving forward. So from fear, I'm trying to get out of fear and climb out of it again, but I'm headed right back to being annoyed. And I'm super annoyed at the contradictions. I'm super annoyed at the weird rules that we have to follow now where we go to a store and we're, we're told that we, we have to stand in line and then they let us in the store and we're 12 inches from people. But then we go to the checkout and you have to stand on the red dot. I got yelled at at Target last week when I was standing right in front of the red dot, but not right on top of the red dot. And I was annoyed because I'm like, whatever. I was like 12 inches from everyone in the store in the toilet paper aisle. Um, But goodness forbid, at the checkout counter, (laughs) I have to be six feet away from the closest person. So, And I know, I know, I'm not complaining about the policies and all of that. It just doesn't make sense. A lot of it just contradicts itself. I don't understand it. I know a lot of people out there feel that way. Um, I get definitely, I'm in the camp where I get frustrated because I keep hearing like the hospitals are overwhelmed and, and people, you know, are dying. And then I see like, you know, mob dances in hospital parking lots. And I'm like, well, wait a second. Are you like, are we leaving like dying people in bedsides? And I, I just am super like confused about it all, quite honestly. Again, I get that we don't know. I get that this is a very dangerous virus. I get we're all trying to keep ourselves safe and other people safe. Um, But you have to admit, there's just a lot of contradictions out there. There's a lot of misinformation. Um, It feels very much like um, people have hidden agendas. It's just so overwhelming. But I have to admit that the past few days, I've really had a sense of getting things back to normal in my life and just finding what that new normal is for me. And so I'm working really hard to get to that final phase, which is acceptance. Just accepting that this is the situation that we live in right now believing that everyone is trying to do the best that they can at the moment. And one of the ways that has, or one of the things that has brought me to acceptance is it struck me one day having a phone conversation with a friend. And we sort of joked that we all feel like we have a little bit of PTSD right now. And PTSD is something that I'm very familiar with um, in my family. I have family members that um, are combat veterans and law enforcement. So PTSD is something that I'm pretty familiar with as far as treatments that are available and managing it. And one of the things that the VA actually does to manage um, or help manage patients and um, service members with PTSD is through music therapy. So if you want to dive a little bit deeper in this, definitely Google it and there's some really great information out there. But it's kind of how I've sort of been treating myself. So um, instead of just sort of giving up and lying around and feeling confused, I've actually been turning on the music in my life and 
I've been adding to those playlists and I have like my playlist super organized now. I have one for when I go out for a walk or a run. I have one for when I like to do my little yoga app at home. I have one for um, just motivating me to either work or like work on stuff around the house. So um, I've kind of had fun playing with that and just downloading like all of the songs that I absolutely love. And I will tell you, it's actually something that's helped me a lot. And it's something that I'm pretty much doing every day now to kind of get me through those um, lulls in my day where I just kind of feel like, ugh, and brain dead and drained. Um, I'll use music to kind of pep me up and get me going again. So that's, again, something that is working for me. But the point of that is that it is really helping me to just accept, accept this new normal and adapt, adapting to our new uh, routines and situations personally with work and in our communities. So if you have followed me for some time, I talk a lot about time management and my time buckets. These are seven different buckets in your life. And the point of the buckets is, is that what I'm trying to teach you is that you as a human being, as a mother, as a wife, as a, an employee, as a father or a son or whatever, wherever you are, you are made up a lot of different areas in your life. You have a lot of different areas that require your time. So what I do with the time buckets in my time management journal is I introduce you to all these different areas that we think about and that take up a lot of our time. They are work, they're home, family, they're social and hobby, they're our physical, they're our financial, and it's also important to make sure you make time for quiet, for just quiet time. Um, but in times like these, in crises, a lot of times what happens is a spotlight is on the areas of our life that need some attention, right? I mean, again, think about it. Like if you're not paying attention and giving adequate time to your finances, it is going, your financial bucket is going to require you to give it time. The same with your physical, the same with your family, and the same with your work. So a lot of these buckets, if you don't give them some time and attention throughout your week, they're going to eventually demand it. So this is just a way of kind of working on a little bit of balance. And so the other areas that are a little bit more positive um, kind of center around the time buckets. So I have temporarily added a new bucket and I call it just my kid bucket right now because our poor children are really out of their routines. And if you're, and I know a lot of you are in the same situation as me, like I'm not letting my kids go to the stores with me and stuff. I'm, I'm no, I'm blessed. I have an older child that can watch the younger one. Not everyone's in that situation. So no judgment if you are having to take your children to the stores and such. But I know a lot of us are just trying to limit um, our children going out in public and stuff like that. So they're home a lot. And as parents, we know when our kids are home a lot, like in the summer, like we can go at things with the best of intentions and then it all kind of falls apart at some point. 
Um, I don't care like how Mary Poppins of a mother you are or a father you are. It all eventually at some point you're pulling out your hair and you're like screaming or whatever, just losing it. And I'm not saying necessarily at your kids, but just how can you? I mean, we're super stressed right now. We have just a lot of things pulling us in a lot of directions. So that being said, I temporarily have added kids routine to my bucket list because I actually have to stop what I'm doing sometimes and give them very focused attention. And that's actually been okay. Um, One of the things I've realized about the homeschool thing, and I've read a lot of wonderful articles from primarily parents who homeschool normally with their children, is you don't have to follow this very strict curriculum of the school. I mean, the, and and from what I've seen, the schools don't expect us to. They're kind of giving us some grace and a little bit of a break here. But what have a lot of home par- homeschooling parents do promote and talk about is teach your kids what's important to you. So for instance, in our family, um, I like my kids to learn about like different cultures. Um, we've hosted uh, foreign exchange students over the years. We're, gen- we're getting ready to host another one this fall. And that's something that's super important to me. So we've kind of um, incorporated a lot of those little fun things, like whether it's watching a video on um, a different country, whether it's researching something on the internet or whether it's cooking a meal together. Just something where we're kind of incorporating something that's important to me, that's an important value that I actually get the opportunity to teach my children about right now. Whereas if they were in school today, um, I probably wouldn't make the time or have the time to teach them this. So definitely um, take this into consideration. Like You don't have to do exactly what... Uh, the third grade teacher was doing, you know, two months ago in class. Give yourself a little bit of grace. Have a little bit of fun with this homeschooling journey that you're on with your kids and don't stress out. And this is coming from the mother of a senior, but I'm telling you for the elementary school kids, calm down. Don't stress out so much. They will all get caught up. Everyone's in the same boat. Everyone's in the same situation and they will eventually get caught up. And the reason I say I'm a parent of a senior is because I am super stressed about my senior. Um, You know, she is a senior who certainly uh, took full advantage of her senior year and took AP classes. She is college bound. She was accepted to college in the fall. And I'm super stressed. I am super stressed in making sure she is adequately prepared for college. But again, I'm telling myself the same thing. You know what? Every senior right now is in the same situation as her. So they will figure it out. We will all figure it out together and it's going to be okay. So give yourself permission to just sigh and relax and chill out a little bit and have fun with teaching your kids. All right. Um, I talked about this before, but a tip on your kid routines. I highly suggest that you just work on blocking time. And by this, I don't mean necessarily like 8.15, you know, you have to do this. Give yourself a little bit of grace. If, if that works for you to have a very um, 
regimented time schedule for you and your children, great. Keep doing it if that works for you. But for most of us, like our day goes like this, and I can speak from personal experience. I get up at 645. I um, go for a run in the mornings every single morning now. And when I come back, it's usually about 839. And I don't want to wake up my kids yet. They're still sleeping. So 9, 9.30 rolls around. Usually they start getting out of bed. And if they're not up by 10 a.m., I'm waking them up. So our day starts at 10 a.m. And they have a few things that they have to do, which is basically get ready for the day. Brush their teeth, have breakfast, make their beds, and then get started on their schoolwork. And they're both working pretty independently. My third grader has just certain things that he has to do, and he gets to choose he gets to choose when he wants to do his worksheets. If he wants to do those before his reading, whatever he gets to choose. I'm not micromanaging him to that level because I will pull my hair out. Um, so they kind of have the routine and then they get a little bit of a break before lunch. Um, and lunch is anywhere. <laughs> if it's, if it's anything, you know, like how it is in my house, like lunch is anywhere from like 1130 to three o'clock. Um, it's just basically a few hours after they've eaten breakfast. So at some point we kind of get lunch together and then we go back into it. So whether it's chores or we're doing some more schoolwork or we're doing a family activity, um, we kind of jump back into that in the afternoon. And then I make sure that we're all getting outside every single day. So we're very blessed to live in an area of the valley where um, we can social distance and ride bikes and get outside. We, uh, it's amazing. The weather has been so phenomenal. Um, so we get to take full advantage of that and get outside. And then we come back and we just have a very um, easygoing evening. We do dinner. Again, there might be some additional chores that need to get done. Um, depending on how the day went earlier, maybe I'm wanting them to catch up on a little bit more schoolwork or reading or whatever, or we just like hang out and watch a movie or something together as a family. And then bedtime, really, quite honestly, there is no bedtime. It's kind of like, all right, it's 10 o'clock, everyone to bed. Or, you know, the other day, my, my eight-year-old was throwing a fit at 8.30. So bedtime was at 8.30. So we're just kind of keeping things like in time blocks generally, just to kind of keep things going, keep the stress and the tension at a minimum, but definitely consider just sort of time blocking and being very general. For those of you out there that are super stressed and you tend to micromanage, pull back a little bit. And it's really to give yourself a little bit of a break and to also give your kids a break as well. And again, remember, everyone's in the same boat they'll all eventually catch up at some point. Okay, so moving on to the other time buckets. The next one is family. And again, going back to what I just said about kids, this pretty much fits into the the um, kid bucket. So family, making sure that you're doing family routines, trying to keep your, your family on the same track, trying to keep everyone... Um, on track as far as like tidying up the house and doing chores because we're all home and yeah, you can let your house get a little out of sorts, but you know, for the most part, it's going to make everyone feel pretty good to have a routine and so that everyone kind of knows what's expected of them during the day. 
And I wrote down in my notes, importance of getting along. This is something that when you're um, stuck together, it's like a car ride. We love to take like road trips and I kind of have a rule, like you just have to like figure it out to get along. Like, you know, we're not going to bicker. We're not going to waste time doing that. So that's definitely been a theme that I've been reminding myself, my children, and my husband is that we just need to get along during this time. The next time bucket I'm going to talk about is quiet time. Um, quiet time, as far as the time bucket, this encompasses like maybe your faith or if you are into meditation, but every single one of us needs and requires just some quiet time in our life. Um, and whatever that means to you, like I said, it's a pretty wide range of stuff. If it's sitting outside on your back patio, just away from people, give it to yourself. Make sure you're making time for you. Make sure you're making time just to kind of relax and just have downtime. Maybe it's listening to the music, which is a big one for me. Um, I will say when this whole thing started, my husband works swing shifts, so he's not home most evenings. Um, I'm not going to lie, like my quiet time was at dinner. I took my dinner and went to my bedroom to eat alone. And I can't lie, I think I actually like cried a few times um, just because I was like, what the heck is going on and just felt totally out of control in my life. So that was my quiet time. Now I'm much better. I can actually like just keep things normal and we do our normal dinner time and such, but but no judgment if you need to like just escape. It's okay to just escape your loved ones for a little time and just if it is sitting in your car in the garage just to cry or if it is going on a walk or whatever it is, give yourself permission to have some quiet time right now because we need it more than ever. Okay, the next thing kind of falls under the social hobby bucket. And it's just finding the good stuff. The feel good stuff is what I like to call it. Finding some of the humor in this. Um, And I'm not saying finding humor at the situation as far as the virus and the, the terrible toll it's taking on communities. That's not what I'm talking about, obviously. But what I'm talking about is just some of the like, ridiculousness of the situation. Like for instance, I, one thing that I've been finding that is um, helpful to me is that I'm like cooking. I love to cook. So I'm making these like fabulous recipes. And the other night I made this really delicious uh, seafood stew with like all kinds of wonderful seafood in it. And I did it from scratch and I was experimenting and I made a beautiful table and I opened a bottle of wine and we had wine. And, and then I had to like look at myself in the mirror and for all of this fancy stuff that I did, I hadn't even showered that day. Like my hair was a mess. Um, I looked a hot mess, but here I was like enjoying this beautiful meal that normally I would have been like dressed for. I had makeup on or my hair fixed or something. So just kind of trying to find the humor in that. Like some of this is just super ridiculous. Like um, I love the memes out there about, and because I can so relate to like getting your hair done and getting your nails done. And I literally... 
am so excited for that day when I can go out and feel pretty again and get some of this stuff um, done. And so I really super appreciate the people who are sharing the memes and the funny stuff on social media because there is a part of this that just, it, it just does. It feels ridiculous. And, and again, not at the situation, not at the virus, but just at all of it. Again, going back to my annoyance and frustrations where I just think like, this is just crazy. This doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but you know what? What the heck? I just have to accept it. And this is what it is. This is, again, our new normal. Um, on the funny stuff too, um, my youngest son, I have introduced him to the beauty and wonder that is classic Saturday Night Live skits. So every once in a while, um, he and I will sit down and I'll find some of the ones like Stuart Smalley um, is one of our favorites. And um, so I'll just show it to him and he thinks it is hilarious. He think it's, thinks it's genius. And so that's one of the new things that he and I do just to kind of get through our day. So um, we like to watch some classic SNL skits. All right. The next bucket is your physical bucket. And if you follow me on social media, I have been very honest. I've been very candid. This is not my favorite bucket to do, but your physical bucket is your physical health. And again, it's definitely a bucket that if you don't give some time to it, it will require time. Um, you know, we have to take care of our physical being, our physical self. I hate going to the doctor. I hate getting super challenging myself with physical stuff. I like to walk. I like to hike. But I will tell you, and some of you will be proud of me out there, I actually do, um, I am in a good routine. I wake up, I have two friends that we meet for a run in the morning. And so we're using the C25K app to get us running and it's hard and they run much faster than me. Um, and so I'm definitely the slow one in the group and we get out every morning and we go for a walk or run. And it's been challenging and I've, it's forced me to start doing some yoga at night. So I have a great yoga app to stretch out because my legs are always sore, but um, definitely get out, get some exercise, get physical. There is no excuse in this day and age. There are too many um, apps and programs that you can do from home and there's always outside. And whether you need to wear a mask or not to go out, you can get out and get some physical exercise. There's no excuse. And the last one, which is also you have no excuse about, and I had to realize I had no excuse about, and that's your home bucket. And what I want you to realize is that you do have time to do a little bit of decluttering. We've been in the six weeks now a few weeks ago, I was saying like, don't stress, don't worry about this so much. Give yourself some, you know, grace when it comes to this, but we've been in this long enough and you've stared at that cabinet or that drawer or that closet or those boxes long enough. It's time for you to get out there, put on a timer for 20 minutes and start to declutter. I've been doing this on my own. I've done it with my kids' rooms. I've done it in my own personal closet. I've done it throughout my kitchen. 
And the one that I'm working on right now, which is a big struggle, are the sentimental items. So it's all the kids like artwork and the cute little outfits they had when they were babies and kind of going through all of those. So you do have time to do some decluttering. And there are a lot of um, charities that are still accepting donations. So you just have to kind of dig a little deeper, ask some friends, go on social media, make some phone calls to find. But you do have a place where you can send your uh, donations and once you've done your decluttering. And on that note, let me remind you about the One Organized Mama Declutter Challenge. So when you are getting in there and you're doing that drawer, and again, use a timer, don't go beyond 20 minutes, or do one small space at a time. If you're really struggling with this, one small space, and one small space is one shelf, or one drawer, or one rack. I mean, don't get super overwhelmed in this, especially... If this is not something that you're super, um, uh, that comes very easily to you, if it's something that you struggle with, start small. Um, And when you do, I want you to take a photo either of you in action decluttering or a before and after or just an after. And I want you to either post it on the One Organized Mama Facebook page or on Instagram with the hashtag One Organized Mama. And that's M A M A. And the reason I want you to do that is because you deserve some acknowledgement. You deserve a high five because this is a tough time for all of us and you're doing something good for yourself, for your home that's going to alleviate stress. And I you, I want to give you some acknowledgement for that and I want to give you a high five. So even though it's on social media, I'm going to do that. And like I've said before, once in a while, I'll pick a random person and I'll send you a little something like maybe a Starbucks gift card or something to Target or something, because I really do want to encourage you to get in there and declutter your life. And on that note, I am getting back to, I have it pretty much um, ready to go are some of the online coaching classes. I have decided that I'm going to keep these very, very, very small, like micro small. So they're only going to be, I'm only going to accept one to three people for each online class. I was going to do a little bit bigger, but you know what? I um, have realized kind of doing some Zoom and stuff lately, like Zoom, like the Zoom happy hour, which I'm not super into, but it just feels overwhelming. And I don't want that many people looking at me or dealing with that many people at one time. Um, So I feel like a very intimate um, one to three person class online. So you either get one-on-one time with me or two or three of you, and it's still easy enough to manage everyone's questions. Everyone feels like they get adequate time. But I am launching those. So if you have any interest, definitely reach out to me on social media at One Organized Mama or oneorganizedmama at gmail.com. And the four topics that I have are decluttering, paperwork, time management, and if you're interested in starting your own professional organizing business. So again, I'll be doing these via Zoom and I have all the materials ready to go. You'll get a a printable PDF that you can um, have to follow along with each class. You can ask me questions um, and really kind of feel like you get some attention because we're keeping the class sizes very small. 
So in a nutshell, that is what I am working on. And I just want to say a special shout out and thank you to those of you who sent me messages, who um, sent me emails and um, throughout social media, just checking on me. I did have to take a couple of weeks off um, just because my head wasn't in the game, quite honestly. Um, Again, I was <laughs> reading way too much, finding things, way too many things to get frustrated about and with. And um, I just needed to get my head back in the game. And I am here and I'm super excited to, to be moving forward and finding my new normal. And lastly, I just want to say a huge thank you. I have family um, that are in all areas of frontline. I have family that are in law enforcement, family that are working in the hospitals right now, not just family, family and friends, let me say, and also grocery stores and in the trucking industry. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for keeping all of this stuff going, for you know, we making so many of these things possible. So we, because we are very blessed. If you think about it, we do live in a country that yes, we may be short toilet paper, but that's the worst of it for some of us. Um, we're able to feed our families. Um, there are, you know, a lot, there are a lot of wonderful people out there helping. Um, and so, and it's a due to people out there still working. And um, I want to just thank you from the bottom of my heart. So uh, don't take any of the stuff that my frustrations or annoyances personal. They just were thoughts I was trying to share with you all. So thank you guys so much for listening to the One Organized Mama podcast. Stay tuned. I'll start dropping a new episode every week going forward. And if you guys have any questions, keep sending them my way. Talk to you soon. Thank you.